Okay. Bum, 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 bum. No, actually, I don't like that. Um. No, yeah, that's even worse. Um. Ba -ba -da -da. Which, like, I, I can't wait till I can afford, like, the proper, um, trumpet sound that I want for that. <laughs> but until then, make do with that. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Fun with Flame. I am your host, Daniel the Flame. And today, um, Today I'm going to be talking about the 10-year-long, highly anticipated um, little final arc, not like the end of it, but like the little final arc of this, the Infinity Stones thing, um, Avengers Endgame movie, which in all, in like, first and foremost, I... I truly believe that this should have just been called Infinity Wars Part 2, but that's just me. Because um, Endgame just sounds stupid. But, uh, yeah. This movie, um, full disclosure, if you're listening to this and you're planning on going to see the movie, um, just, just so you don't get caught up in waiting because a lot of people like to do bullshit before they even tell you the truth, um, this does not have any post-credit scenes, um, once it's over, it's over, so you don't need to stay to look at all the credits, uh, just, just letting you know that straight off the bat, because I sat there and waited, and trust me, there's no point, it doesn't, doesn't really lead to anything, you know about some of the movies that are coming out already, because they've shown trailers for it, we all know Spider-Man's gonna be there, also, you already know Spider-Man's going to come back, so, with that prior knowledge, you can understand why I got upset at a lot of the nerdgasms that happened um as i watched this movie but i'll get into that later um first and foremost uh my overall opinion of this movie um now i'm someone who bought in um avengers infinity war in fact i'm looking at the box in front of me right now because i was re-watching it before i saw this movie um because i do things like that but um <laughs> my overall opinion of this movie is that this is a giant, um, what's a, what's a, how can I put this delicately? This is a huge circle jerk for Captain America, as well as, um, another way for them to make Iron Man seem far more intelligent and important than he really is. Uh, granted, I understand these were these actors' way of saying goodbye to these characters, because, let's face it, they die, um, but, I mean, like, don't get all choked up about it, because, I mean, in the real world, we all know, their contracts are up, these characters no longer want to play these, they, these actors no longer want to play these characters, so, you know, looking at, going to the movie, looking at this like this, like, you're fine, but the movie as a whole, um, just the representation that these characters are given, in contrast to the threat that they're faced with, not realistic, um, completely not realistic. I'll, I'll tell you how ridiculous that it is because of the fact that Captain Marvel is basically brought on as this supreme being character when she released, when she recently just had a movie and in all honesty, like she's not even that big of a deal of a character in the Marvel comics themselves and them pushing her to be like this 
unbeating, unrelenting, unrelenting um, Wonder Woman, if you will, was just disgusting. Like I, I, I couldn't stand it because it, it gave away the helplessness factor that these characters did have while facing Thanos. Um, but it just it added to the, the nonsense that basically they just kind of need this Superman character to always show up and help them when they don't have a Superman. Uh, uh, much like how in the uh, Age of Ultron movie they had the Vision, which basically was a Superman character. Uh, you know, they just they just have this person come in and fix all the problems because they're just insanely strong and fit the qualifications of Superman. And it's like, mm, they even have the same fucking color scheme. But uh, <laughs> it, it, it annoyed me because of how they portray these characters. Not... And the fact that, like, you know, it drew importance to them. I know what Disney was trying to do. I know what Marvel and Disney were trying to do with these characters. That's totally fine. But it's the fact that it's Captain America, Iron Man, and Thor against Thanos. There's a legit scene in this movie where it's just those three fighting Thanos. Now, granted, he does not have the Infinity Gauntlet or the Infinity Stones at this time. But it's them three fighting Thanos. Them three after they survived a freaking missile onslaught, just fighting Thanos. Um, Thor be overweight, and they're all fighting Thanos. It was, as someone who knows about the comics, there's so much in this that is just ridiculously and horribly wrong that it was hard to swallow as a whole in like trying to watch this movie. It. It was it was very tiring. It was very tiring. Um, now then, there was um like the movie is not bad. It's not a bad movie. It's a it's a bad comic book movie, and uh, it has it has horrible structure. Um, I'll give it that because they do something that I consider a huge no no, which is uh, time travel, and they use time travel as a huge uh, plot point. And the problem is, is that you can't use time travel as a plot point uh, unless you try to work out all the kinks on exactly what your time travel can do and what all it means. And what they try to do is explain how time travel works in every other movie that involves time travel. And then they say that that's wrong and what their time travel is is totally different. And then when they do their time travel, it's not. It's exactly the same thing. And then it's just... It's just really retarded and really weird. Um, I I did not like that they were doing that, and they did that. It is it's a huge plot hole because it makes so many other overarching storylines and different events happen that just kind of seem inconsequential, or it they screwed up those events because of time travel, and you know they didn't really care to fix it because it was like ah that happened so whatever. And their, their rule for time travel was essentially that, yeah, if it happened, it's going to happen regardless. So even if you go back and change something, it's not going to change. It's going to stay the same. It, it was really dumb. Um, when you see the movie, you understand what I'm saying. But it's like, it works for the movie, so whatever. But overall, it's a huge plot hole because of the fact that they do time travel after the events of Infinity Wars. And, infinity, and after the events of Infinity Wars, five years are supposed to pass. And then they try to use the stones to bring back everyone prior. I mean, not prior, but like after those five years. So 
So like the five years still happened when half of the population in the whole universe is just gone. And then they bring everyone back during that time after five years. Like they don't reverse time or nothing. They just start everything anew with all these characters. Bam, five years later. Um, and that's what I mean is a huge plot hole because it's half of the population still going around, still existing. And then you got all these other movies that are going to have other characters pop up and do things. And then it's like, okay, um, exactly how can you explain the fact that, you know, all of these slew of characters just happen to be the same age, um, you know, being the same age and whatnot during, like, while these five years have happened. So, uh, you know, like, there's something, that, like, making me go, like, you, why the Spider-Man movie is going to be really stupid. Because um, it's like, like, so everyone in his high school disappeared and then they came back. Because, like, when they bring everyone back, it's not like time changed for them. Like, with them, it was like nothing ever happened. Um, like, kind of like they went to sleep and they woke up and it's like, hey, five years later, the world is now five years in the future. And so it's like with the new upcoming Spider-Man movies, it's like, how you, the hell are you going to explain that? But I digress. Uh, the movie itself, it it is not an action movie. Unlike Avengers Infinity Wars, which actually I enjoyed watching because it was able to it, it had so many moments when they did talk and speak and whatnot, but it's like it made sense because of the storyline, what they were doing. They built up Thanos. They were building up his relationship with Gamora. It was going into the Infinity Stones and exactly how it um how it affected and impacted the other heroes, along with building up Thanos as his character. All these things were great in Infinity Wars. Um, this movie, it kind of starts off and they get rid of Thanos, like right off the bat. And then the movie just spends so much time, just a bunch of people crying about the fact that everyone's gone and I couldn't stand it. It, it wasn't bad. It was just long. It was such a long drawn out dreary thing but it's like it fit and that's what i hate about it. it fit within the confines of the story but considering what this was supposed to be i expected more you know i would i would want this uh, a bunch of fights i would want a lot of more action going on i would like for these characters to not take so long for them to just accept what's going on or to bounce back from it they just kind of it's like it just made everyone seem like everyone had like an emo period or something and, and it was annoying and I couldn't, I didn't like it. I really did not like it. But like I said, this is not an action movie. There's a fantastic, they have fantastic action scenes at the end of the movie, at the very end. But it's one of those like kind of mirage deals um, that certain movies do where essentially you're shown this epic end fight. And so that makes you forget all of the drawn out talking that you had to sit through and witness in order to get to the fight therefore when you leave the theater you leave at the fight at the apex of your like hypeness like yeah that was an awesome fight the what was they, they was throwing down yeah they was going in and so then you leave the theater like that and it's like man that was a great movie but it's like don't forget like you know this is a damn near three hour movie so you have to sit there for so long waiting to get to this last fight and you know it it didn't it didn't affect me like that to where I was like I it, I became overly hyped. Now this is a very hype movie. It is a very hype movie to the point where it's excruciating to watch. 
if you're like if you're seeing like one of the open front um first screenings i highly recommend that you wait to watch this movie avoiding spoilers is not a hard thing to do don't go on facebook and don't look at youtube um and don't click on any youtube videos that show people saying reviews um if you if you don't want that to happen but if you're listening to me then you know you're, you're not one of those people so fuck it but to enjoy this movie you know to fully enjoy this movie you're, you're gonna because it's 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 the it's it's the end of this long you know cinematic universe journey so to truly and fully enjoy it you really 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 want to be in the movie theaters when it's not that many people if there is it's people who's already seen it you know like you, you it's been it's been out a while so a lot of people have already have watched it and whatnot so it's like even if you do know a lot of stuff about it it's fine but now you get to go enjoy the movie i highly recommend it i wish someone would like it's like i wanted to see this movie but i wish someone would have told me that that was an okay thing to do because of how hyped this movie is there's so many moments in this movie where nerds and i say nerds nerds and the ignorance um because man do ignorant people love doing this also but nerds and ignorant people just love clapping that shit that's just like yeah that's a cool revelation but you know it doesn't deserve like a grandiose applause or whatnot like yeah this character shows up oh let's clap let's clap like oh my god like just every freaking time and it just pissed me off because it's like that's that's what nerds do in these movies now and it's like you can just sit back and enjoy the movie i get it you're excited you like what's happening don't freaking clap um and i feel like in order for you to have that happen so you can enjoy the movie eh, you kind of have to wait until those people already see it and dissipate but it's sad, but that's a cold hard truth. Um, now, what I mean that this movie is hype is that there's so much going on in this movie to the point where it's just that um, essentially it's everything's linear until bam, a character reveal that changes, that basically is a game changer until and then everything stays linear again they'll bam another character reveal that's a game changer and everything stays linear again and bam another game like another character reveal and it's a game changer and it was like whatever and then like the 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 terribleness is that at the final fight that's all that the final fight was it's just that so many people kept popping up and it's like oh here they come oh here they come oh here they come it's like, oh, like, I, it was cool, but, you know, I mean, by all means, I clapped when Spider-Man showed up because I have to. It's in my DNA, <laughs> but um, it it still was something that was like, you know, it, it wasn't necessary. None of that was necessary. And, and I clapped because I like literally I was in the motion like everyone else was clapping and I was like, I'm, I'm happy to see him on the screen again and so then i started clapping too and i was like i couldn't help myself uh it was addictive that that was that was an, an addictive impulse that i i am not ashamed of but i did it nonetheless you not you shouldn't but i did it nonetheless now um this movie is incredibly funny it is incredibly funny one of the things that gets you through so much dialogue and so much of them talking and nothing actually happening is all the jokes like they have a plethora of jokes this movie is is insanely funny like i mean insanely funny it's funny but again there's just so much dragging on and whatnot i remember the second time i've seen 
Avengers Infinity Wars. And I'm not talking about like watching it before I seen this movie now. That's actually I want to say third time me seeing this movie. But um the second time I watched Avengers Infinity Wars, I actually showed my parents who didn't see it at the theaters. I was watching it with them. And I remember it being just this long, boring movie. And it's like if you knew, if you know everything that's going to happen and you watch this movie, and it's like it was so boring. But this is like Avengers Infinity War. And I feel that, like, this movie has the exact same merit. Endgame is like, yeah, it's funny. But it wasn't something that was like, like, I already, like, after seeing it that one time, it wasn't a movie that was like, yo, that was so good. I need to see it again. I I was just reeling in from watching it. I'm kind of just at the, you know, hey, that was a nice way to end the um, Infinity Stones um, arc and everything. I wonder what they're going to do next. That's about it. But other than that, I'm not in a, oh man, I need to, like, I, I can't wait to see it again. I want to get some friends who haven't seen it and sit down with them and then explain parts to them they don't understand because I've seen it already. No, it wasn't that movie. I don't really think I could do another sit throughout an entire movie theater with this movie. I'll buy it. I'll buy it and watch it again, but I'm, I'm cool with waiting until it gets out in order to purchase it, but, um, it, it's not something that I was like, I'll go to the theaters to see again, um, because Infinity Wars wasn't, like I said, like, I, the second time I saw it, it was after I bought it, and I was like, you know, I don't remember this movie being this boring, and there was a lot of parts where I was like, I was nodding off on, because I was like, yo, like, I, I, they're talk, like, I know they're about to be talking about nothing for an extended period of time, and they had a multiple, like, plethora of scenes that did that in Avengers Endgame, um, there's a lot of characters who die, um, but realistically, the impact of the deaths, um, I don't know if it was the atmosphere of where I was and how people were reacting to the movie, or more so just, like, looking at the movies and how they were playing these situations out. It, it was a lot of stuff where I was like, mm, you know, and more so like comic book rules. Just because you say a character is dead doesn't necessarily mean that they're dead. Um, you know, and it's like, you can always get them back or whatnot, but it's like, I for sure know, you know, Robert Downey Jr. wasn't going to do Iron Man no more. Um, the guy who's Captain America, he wasn't going to do Captain America anymore. So it's like, you, you know, for a fact that those two, like, this is it for them, you know, but it's like everyone else, it was kind of like up in the air. It could be whatever. Um, so that was, that was okay. You know, it, it wasn't okay, but it was like, you know, it, it was cool that they did what they did. To um, when they when they killed off certain characters and whatnot, um, but I would say the the worst one, um, was uh, Black Widow. Now Black Widow died, uh, and the the thing that I didn't like about the fact that they killed off Black Widow is how underplayed they made her death to the Hulk. Um, now. This was this was what was truly upsetting and, and annoying to me about these characters is because of the fact that literally in Avengers Age of Ultron, a whole side story um, storyline was the fact that um, Bruce Banner and Natasha were actually trying to get together. They liked each other. They were trying to accumulate, you know, uh, accumulate blah, accumulate <laughs> a relationship together and they were basically explaining how both of them feel that they're monsters uh but they 
do like each other, but they just don't understand how they can make a relationship work. And then when they finally got to that point, then he left at the age of, um, at the age of Ultron. And then it was like they couldn't find him. And it was like so many years had passed. Found him on Thor Ragnarok. And then when he finally meet her on Infinity Wars, that to me was kind of like the red flag that exactly what they were going to do with their relationship. Because it was like they had literally in, in Infinity Wars, they get one moment where he just says her name and she's like, hey. And he's like, hey, back. And it's like, you know, it's like, yeah, there's more pressing matters going on. But it's like, remember how in Avengers Age of Ultron, because... You know, Josh Wheaton know how to freaking write a story. Um, he was able to have that happen and them go over their thing at the same time because let us not forget, yes, they're superheroes, but at the same time, there's people too. And much like in the comics, they'll have their own personal stuff going on along with this galactic international battle. And then they're trying to reel with both of them. And if the comic book is written really well, they're able to perfectly match it up. You know, so it's like, you know, hey, we want a relationship together. And it's like, well, I don't know how to deal with that. Oh, hold on. Let me go fight this villain. Oh, no, the villain's attacking the store. Oh, no, the girl I want to have a relationship with is in the store. The girl has been shot in the store by the villain that I was supposed to be fighting. But I was not paying attention because I was thinking too much about being with the girl that was in the store. Oh, that's some good writing right there. Um, <laughs> and they, they do that in comic books. But these movies are trying so hard to just make it, you know, superhero, bat, like superhero um, shows up, bad guy shows up, superhero fights bad guy, end of the movie. While as, instead of it being, you know, superhero got a life, bad guy shows up. He still has a life and like, you know, he tries to cope with life and the bad guy, whatever, end of the movie. Um, he beats the bad guy, still has life to live, end of the movie. Well, realistically, I just kind of explained all Spider-Man movies. I really did. Um... Hmm. Yeah, because he's really the only relatable superhero. But still, uh, I um, my point still stands <laughs> that it should be easy. Not easy, but it still should have a way to at least write in, um, you know, this this life factor or relationships or whatever going on. If they're going to have that be this subplot or something else going on, underlying um, method or whatnot, because they had multiple times in which like everyone's just kind of hanging around in um, end game. And it was like, if in this time it was showing um, her and Hulk, cause like they had freaking five years of just sitting around doing that. So if they had that time with her and Bruce Banner actually, better getting to know each other and like they they establish like what their relationship is and what they're doing with each other if they did more with that then they was like they're killing her it would have had a bigger impact because then it just because the way how they killed her off it just seemed like you know like oh no we just lost um black widow but then it was like we lost black widow who kind of can't do anything in this fight <laughs> it was like you guys can you know it's, it's women power all day long but it's like you know in the grand scheme of things black widow versus thanos ain't uh verses that make sense um and then speaking of the women power thing i'm i'm saying this because i didn't like that they i, I don't like when it's heavy-handed like this I prefer it to be authentic and it actually fits and it's actually a nice thing to do. Um, whereas like essentially it's like it's authentic. Like, yeah, they're banding together. Um, but they had a, a women power moment. Um, and I didn't like it because it was a fact that it was like what's going on did not call for this situation because it was like every single woman that was fighting just out of nowhere just stopped doing what they were doing 
to protect um, and to help out Captain Marvel. And it's not a disrespect on, you know, showing women or like women superheroes or women characters doing something. It's the fact that it was so heavy handed to, you know, to, to squeeze that out at that moment. And it was like, yeah, we also want to appease to the women and, and the little girls out there. So let's have all the women like band together at this one moment. When it's like, why, why has it got to be this moment? Why can't we have all the women band together? Because like, you know, they, they just can do that. Or like you have them authentically work together on their own. Or as the battle is progressing, they all come together, you know, through that way. Don't just have it to where it's just one goes, you got something for me? And then he was like, yeah, but you think you can just go over there by yourself? And just, just other women just show up out of nowhere and they go, don't worry. We got her covered. Like, what the fuck? Oh, don't do that. Don't do that. Like, have them all fighting. And then, as she's getting something, they, on their own, are like, we'll go protect her. And like, you know, stuff like that. And then there's nothing wrong with having that. And I don't want to say having a dude, like, pop up and help as well. But just, like, just, just literally have characters like, whoa, look, she's on her own. I'm going over there. Cool. I'm, I got this area covered. You go help out. And just... Different things, different things like that to where it's like, it seems authentic. Like it's, it's not a forced moment in order to cash in on this moment, representing something like have it legit represent what can actually happen is that if women want, if women superheroes band together and fight to like, and fight together to do something, let that be, let that be it, but let it be something to where the audience and the characters themselves, like it works up to that. It's not just thrown in your face so that you just have no other choice but to accept that this moment is obviously a girl power moment. Like, I, like, I don't like stuff like that. It's, it's, it's wrong that it, to me, it's just, it's just, I, I upset at the fact that it's just thrown in your face like that. I would, I would prefer a situation like that to be far more organic to where it was like, much like how in, in Infinity War, when, the girls when when they had the moment where Black Widow, um, the 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 chief of um of Black Panther's honor guard, and um is it Scarlet I believe Scarlet Witch jumped out. Um, I want to say it was one more female character. I'm not sure. I believe it was just those three. Um, when Glenn finished all of Infinity War, um, <laughs> before I saw the movie, I got to like like the first couple of minutes. Um, because I was watching other Marvel movies, but um. <laughs> But like when they were all fighting, it was that you act like legit saw them start off the battle at separate locations. And then when it got back to them, they worked their way to each other. And then Scarlet Witch jumped out. And then like uh, Black Panther's um, honor guard chief was like, she was like, she's been back there the whole time when she could have came out and helped us. <laughs> and like it, it was like that was authentic. And it wasn't that I felt like this is a girl power moment. It's just I felt like, you know, they're coming together as heroes working together who just happen to be women. That I feel far better showcases, you know, these like them as heroes because they're all heroes. It shouldn't be that you just blatantly are told these are the women heroes. They're better than the men, you know, or these are the women heroes, let's cheer for them, like, and every single hero that you're about to see do something right now is a female hero, like, no, 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 don't, don't do that, don't, don't do that, I, personally, I don't like that, it, it's totally cool if you 
are okay with something like that if you accept one but it's just me in a storytelling point of view i don't like that i got what they were going for i understand what they were doing i just didn't like their way of doing it that was something that just also was like uh like just because it is so heavy-handed and it's just like yeah i couldn't i couldn't stand that now um they 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 did time travel and as i said before like them them going um them doing what they did with time travel was completely just kind of ridiculous and it was like like whatever when it came down to it but uh, <laughs> I, I felt like they should have had um it was one of the things where i felt like they just kind of worked themselves into a corner with that one because realistically is like their their explanation of time travel them doing it the way that they did it just seemed real hasty in order to wrap up all these characters and to try to do a little finite way of getting rid of thanos um because essentially they just made him way too strong and i i believe like they couldn't think of a way to actually get rid of him um not in a normal means um case in point is the fact that they did what they did to the infinity stones and Thanos's personality as a whole in order to like dampen the power or to do something against it or like when people use the infinity gauntlet because the gauntlet is supposed to be something that you just throw on but then they make it to where you have to be of a certain strength in order to even hold the gauntlet and then when you use it for something so drastic and so grand it actually can like drain and hurt you um which is not supposed to be true, but again, it's realistically the only thing that they could possibly write in in order to stop this character, which watered down the character tremendously. And at the same time, it it doesn't ruin the movie, but it it ruins the the flavor that these essentially these movies have been building up to in a proper way of getting rid of this huge threat you know and it's just that whoa like he's so strong what do we do eh, let's, let's add some water what <laughs> it's like he's uh he's too strong so we gotta keep we gotta keep watering him down until you know like this red kool-aid is just too sweet keep adding water to it well now this red kool-aid is clear and that is what will serve the people and tell them it's red kool-aid okay that's what i want <laughs> and it it was it's terrible on that type of uh, standpoint, but you know I I I, I digress. It is it's the only thing that they could have done in this movie. But like again, like I said, this it by no way, shape, or form am I saying this is a bad movie. They have some hilarious jokes going on in this movie. Like it is a lot of funny stuff. Um, I don't I don't really like saying jokes because of the simple fact that it's like you really gotta see it to get it um a lot of the jokes were like you know when, when it happens it's, it's freaking hilarious but um it it just overall i felt like this movie it was a um it was a disappointment like my my main opinion of it is a disappointment considering my knowledge of the comic books and these characters. Uh, now I'm not like a I'm not a huge I'm not a big comic book fan. I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. Uh, 
And my knowledge of the comic books only stems from my knowledge of Spider-Man. I'm not kidding. It's the same thing with DC and Batman. I only know as much as I know because I found out more things while looking into the characters that I only care about. So finding out things about Spider-Man led to me finding out things about the Avengers because eventually Spider-Man joins the Avengers. Finding out more about Miss Marvel is because there is an incident where Miss Marvel and Spider-Man almost had a thing. I am not kidding. <laughs> so I I know certain like and like that's how essentially my little research process and my knowledge of comic books kind of stems from because of the fact that it's like it's branching off of this one character that I only care about with the sea of different characters and it's like hey even though that's the case I now know what I now know about these other characters um, much like my knowledge of what Captain America can do and it's like I know exactly what Spider-Man is capable of and I know what Captain America is capable of because I know for a fact Captain America cannot defeat Spider-Man so you can understand much to my dismay when I see these movies and they put Captain America who is supposed to be just at the pinnacle of human strength as this person who's able to take on beings that essentially could crush someone like him with a thought is quite annoying. Um, uh, Cause they, they have him fight Thanos barehanded and with his shield and it's like his shield is vibranium. And that means something on earth, but to the rest of the galaxy, it's not the strongest metal. There's other metals out there stronger than it. So um, like that's something, but the fact that it's like you got Captain America barehanded going up against Thanos and he's hitting him and it's actually doing something highly annoying, highly wrong, highly upsetting. Because you got to remember, this is the same guy who went toe to toe against Hulk without using an Infinity Stone, getting hit in the face by the Hulk going full rage mode and then stopping him and then putting hands on him like no one has ever seen. And then in this movie, we have the same character without the Infinity Stones fighting Captain America of all people. And it's actually wearing them down. Uh, and then there's a moment that just makes people flip out. Um, and I thought it was the vision showing up, but it wasn't. <laughs> but uh, it made people flip out and it kind of annoyed me. But it was like, it, you know, it was cool. But it was just like, it was like, at the end of it, it was like, whatever. But uh, uh, Captain America lifts up Thor's hammer. Now, Thor gets his hammer back. You gotta watch the movie to understand why, how that happened. But Thor gets his hammer back. Um, and then Captain America freaking. And then Captain America freaking just uh, throws the um, hammer and he's able to use it perfectly. And then um, it's kind of like a callback to if you've paid attention to um, Avengers Age of Ultron. Captain America tried to lift up the hammer and it budged a little bit. Um, but the fact that it happened, uh, the reason why it upset me um, is because of the fact that it, uh, Captain America picks up Thor hammer just one time in the comic books and uh, he can only hold it for a little while because uh, he is because he's not a full blown righteous man. He's just someone who believes he's right. That doesn't make him right. And this is actually that's one of the main plot points of the movie in the Civil War, uh, as well as the fact that it's like, it's a proven thing with Captain America. Um, seeing as how like, it goes so far into the, uh, like, you know, like, you know about the comics and whatnot, is like the fact that Captain America works for S.H.I.E.L.D., 
and he does a lot of missions for S.H.I.E.L.D., yet S.H.I.E.L.D. openly um, chooses to ignore and, ignore and or help in the isolation or the rounding up of mutants. And Captain America also sometimes is a part of that, yet he goes around claiming that, no, mutants should be free. Then it's like, okay, do something. And he goes, ah, well, I got something else to do. And, and like, it, with that, with that mindset, you know, it's like he's not a person worthy because it's like, you know, you got to remember what the rules of Thor's hammer are. And it's like there there were being that's worthy, you know, to hold his hammer that's like capable of ruling Asgard and whatnot. Um, and just and just like it, it's just it's different factors to where it was like when the vision did it a being of pure good. He has an infinity stone. These things were like, he has an infinity stone in his freaking head that gives him, that's where his powers come from. And it's like, these things matter in terms of it saying that he would be worthy to wield Thor's hammer. And then it's like in Avengers Age of Ultron, Captain America like tried to move it and it just budged a little bit. And it's like, that's a nice little nod to his character. But this movie has him full blown wielding it and bringing down lightning and everything. And it was like, mm, no, 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 no. <laughs> so like that, that was like a ah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and just um, during the final fight, when you see everyone jump in and they uh, come back because they bring everybody back. When everyone comes back, if you have the displeasure like I did of watching it in the movie theaters, expect to hear a long applause because they just show character after character and just the biggest hype session I've ever seen. And just so many people just woo hooping and hollering like, yeah, they're back, they're back, they're back. And it's like, yeah, for the final fight. And they're <laughs> like, great fight, great fight. Um, but just whatever. Uh, even, even the way how this movie opens up is in a way that was like, it was predictable because of what they were doing. And I couldn't stand, like, it, it's funny because I couldn't stand it in the movie theater because of what they were doing um, when I was watching it. And then, like, hearing the audience's reaction, that's what I couldn't stand. Um, yeah, and it just, like, showed, like, Hawkeye with his family, then they disappear because of the finger snap from Thanos in Infinity War. And everyone was just like, oh, oh, and I was like, we all know about this, you know? <laughs> it was like, let's not act like, you know, this is something to be brand new about this it's it's not to be expected but it's not to be considered you know stupid when you when you look at it like don't don't be stupid now <laughs> like just be real like yeah we knew this was like so <laughs> like there's so many other people who have died and, and it's like you're just gonna open up like this and everyone's just oh and i was like ah oh, don't don't <laughs> it kind of set the tone for the the audience to me in like in terms of what I was to be expecting and it, it was just like mm-hmm mm-hmm I had a dude sitting next to me that freaking cried man and I I just didn't have it in me <laughs> I I I got um considering how the deaths were there were multiple times where I was just staring at the screen and I was like I like how they're doing this I like I like what's going on I like what I'm seeing and then it was like when they died and I was like nah I don't really feel no emotional impact towards it because this is just a movie. These characters have really changed my life. <laughs> I barely even like any of them because they're not Spider-Man. So, yeah. but this that that's that is a biased opinion on that. <laughs> it's like 
Because like I said, the dude sitting next to me was crying. I felt like he was stupid, but he was crying. <laughs> you know, he was crying because he felt something. I don't understand it. And it was like, dude, if you want to see more of them, they're still in comic books. <laughs> so you, there's a comic book store in my mall. So it was like, you, where I was seeing a movie, it was like, you could go to the store. I'm pretty sure you could you could see more of all your favorite characters. They're still around, buddy. They're still making more movies. They're going to make more movies with them. They own the rights to that character. Like, the actor might be gone, but you live forever in your hearts. Isn't that precious? <laughs> uh, I probably should have said it to that guy, but he was just like, he didn't have like tears streaming down his eyes, but he was just like, <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh, this. And I was like, I, I wanted to scream out, butch up, bitch. <laughs> like, but I, I didn't. I didn't. I wanted to. I wanted to. Oh, man. But it was like, it, it wasn't. Because, one, the underlying theme is that, you know, Disney isn't going to let these characters die. Um, not the characters. You know, characters get old, characters, um, actors no longer want to play characters. That's fine. But it's like, realistically, we live in a real world. And if you haven't seen a trailer for Spider-Man, then, you know, for the next Spider-Man movie, then it's like, why even pretend that, you know, he's not going to come back to life? You know, because it's like, if they truly cared about that, they wouldn't have shown trailers for his movie yet. It would have... It would have been fantastic if they just hold off on any explanation of any other movie past this until it came out. Because it would have been totally cool for them to start dropping Spider-Man trailers right now. Because it's not like they're any closer to the movie getting out. It's not like they're going to lose any money by not having trailers out of it for right now. Because of some fact, it's a freaking Spider-Man movie. So, it, like, like realistically, like, yeah, it would have been nice if they did that. If, if in order to further push the the climb the the climax of this movie being the the culmination of all this 10-year wait to see what happened with the infinity stones but you know like the fact that they didn't proves exactly what they're looking for and what they're doing with these movies it's all about the money it's always going to be about the money so one of the reasons i gotta bite the bullet with like the fight scenes and the characters like being able to go up against Thanos and whatnot. And it's like, you gotta bite the bullet because it's like, this is all for money. They they have him fight um, Captain Marvel and, uh, or Miss Marvel. They have him fight uh, Miss Marvel and they make it seem like she's just so overpowered. Like she's just so much stronger than him. And it is disgusting. <laughs> and in considering um, another plot hole, Considering the fact that in multiple times uh, in Avengers and the other movies, they bring up the fact that their first introduction to aliens and uh, whatnot is actually when Thor and his people come to Earth. So that's when they decide to make the weapons. This is the plot of the first Avengers movie. Um, but then it's like, oh, wait, but you knew about Captain America and you knew about Captain Marvel, who came after Captain America, who came with a race of aliens that you helped defeat along with other S.H.I.E.L.D. members and whatnot, but it's like, when Thor shows up, now it's a problem. See, that was a big old plot hole. Uh, one of the reasons why I was like, Captain Marvel shouldn't have, uh, that time travel thing, like, she shouldn't have came from the past, but it did it, whatever. Uh, and, and then her not being called to help during the first alien invasion that was happening, uh, again, another thing that was like, you know, huge plot hole. Uh, just, just something was like, yeah, her being from the past, which didn't happen, but, um, It, to have her go up against Thanos and then it's like, you know, he's not even a threat to her unless he uses an Infinity Stone is absurd. 
because much like with Scarlet Witch and it's like her power comes from Infinity Stone. Um, so let's not get all ridiculous here. You know, and it's like he's still supposed to be Thanos. So to because there's no real threat to the character if you don't if it doesn't seem like there's a, like he poses a threat because it's like it realistically if Captain Marvel was so amazing, why didn't she just come at him in the very beginning? Um you know, and it's like, and then just immediately get rid of him instead of like, you know, playing around with her food like a three-year-old kid or something like that. And then it's like, and if he was so much weaker than her, how come she didn't get rid of him throughout all this time he's been wreaking havoc over the galaxy? They knew about Thanos. The Kree knew about Thanos. Hell, Ronan the Accuser made a deal with him. Everyone knew about Gamora when she went to jail. So it was obvious that people within um, Captain Marvel's freaking little corner of the galaxy know exactly who Thanos is. And if she was going around just saving people, why wasn't the many planets that he's been massacring and killing off half of the population, you know, planet by planet, like, why wasn't he, like, one of the first people on her list for her to attack or to go after and stop? And you see, you see what I'm saying? How, like, that this now makes her character kind of ridiculous because it's like, only is it now that she's doing something against him and it seems like he can't do anything against her because they're making her so amazingly overpowered and they shouldn't. Um, well, well, not that they shouldn't, but she isn't. Um, hell, they even really explain what her powers are. They just gave her powers. And there's supposed to be an explanation to them, but hey, I'm just the guy. <laughs> I'm just the guy asking questions. But it, it was, like I said, like it, it's a huge upset and um and in a really distasteful way of making a character non-threatening because you have another character that's just so overpowered and ridiculous overshadowing this character that's supposed to be this huge grandiose threat but then it's like if you look back into this character that you're now showing that's overpowered and everything it's like okay then why didn't they do anything to this guy when before all this bullshit happened they knew he was out there they knew he existed yeah and it's like so so then it's like yeah no it should have made it to where it was like no she even with her powers thanos is a threat there's a reason she didn't go after him or it's like she was incapable of stopping him she didn't know exactly how much stronger he became or how you know it was like if she knew exactly how pressing the matter was she would have done something when she could but they just kind of have Captain Marvel show up and she just, yeah, let's go get Thanos. Like, what's the big deal? It's like, but it's like, if you feel this way, why didn't you do it? <laughs> like, you should have did it a long time ago. But it's just an, uh, this is an issue I have with this movie series because it's like, you know, they kind of threw her in the mix. Because again, it, it's, it feels that way because it's just that they don't know what they wanted um, to do with Thanos. So they, it's a lot of characters that they just threw in the mix. And a lot of things that they did that they just threw in the mix because it was like, you know, hey, this is a this is the only way we can beat Thanos. <laughs> this is the only way we can beat Thanos. This is like we, we literally wrote ourselves in the corner. This is all I got. So it it was a movie. It was it was a movie. It was a it was a, a pretty it was a really good movie. It was a really good movie. It was a fantastic it was a nice send off to a lot of characters. It was fantastic what they did. Um, at the end, oh, and the, the beauty of the end is the fact that Anthony Mackie, the Falcon, 
got the freaking Captain America shield. So he'll become the next Captain America. Thank God. I was so hoping they weren't going to make it Bucky. And it was just like, please don't make it Bucky. Because <laughs> he's supposed to, um, at one point, take on the Captain America mantle. But so was the Falcon now. So it was like, it was going to be between either of those two. And the fact that they made it Anthony Mackie was fantastic. It was like, yes, good, good. Because Bucky is kind of still crazy. <laughs> like, he did kill a bunch of people. But um, it's like, yeah, good, good. That's awesome. So they made Anthony Mackie the next Captain America. Um, the way how they did it was really was really cool. Um, again, time travel thing. And really, really big kind of plot hole when you ask questions. Because uh, Captain just kind of went back in the time. He just went back in the past and just stayed there. Um, but then it was like, okay, but you're supposed to, like, the, and then when their explanation of time travel, and it's like, yeah, you can exist in your time, like, in the past, and, like, there can still be another you, so then it was like, so you were back in the past, and you let all the terrible shit still happen that you was aware of, and you knew could you could have stopped, like, you could have warned people in New York that the attack was coming, and you could have evacuated some people or something, but, uh, again, then it's like, considering his nature, and he's this good guy that wants to save everybody, why wouldn't he do that? So, yeah. You see, you see what I mean? Like, like, crazy shit like that. But, um, yeah, it, it was, it was a good movie. It was a nice little send-up to the movie. They, the overall problem is gonna be how they're gonna handle and deal with the movies from now on. Um, the other stuff, uh, the other stuff that they're gonna bring up and they're gonna tackle. Um, we still got one more Guardians of the Galaxy movie. That's going to be the end for all of them. Um, you know, the, the the last Spider-Man movie's coming out. Um, that's going to be in the partnership with the MCU and Disney. I mean, it's with uh, Disney and Sony. Um, thank God for that, because God, God knows that that's terrible. And uh, hopefully, when Sony has the full reins of Spider-Man again, and, you know, after they do what they're trying to do with their little, uh, with the Spider-Verse, you know, they're able to make another Spider-Man movie that can, you know, actually do some stuff. And, like, it, and it'd be pretty cool and it'd be really good. So, um, I know there's, there's other Marvel movies coming out. I can't really think of one. I, I, didn't they announce, like, Black Widow's gonna be one of the things? This, that was another thing that was weird to me because it was like, they, she's dead in the movie. But then it was like, it was like didn't they, like, announce that they're gonna do a, um, a Black Widow movie as well? So, kind of like, like on the fence with that, don't know how to, how to approach that one, but, like, or, or what they're gonna do to tackle that, so it's like, that's, that's a wait-and-see moment, but, it's, um, this movie was, was an okay movie, overall rating, because of the fact of it's long, arduous, just talky-talky-talk-talk-talk, but it was able to nicely handle balanced comedy with the, the drama that was going on, really, from the last movie, which was fantastic. Um, it's like overall, I would give this movie a seven out of ten. And I am I'm not being generous, but that is generally like in my in my heart, like how I feel. Uh, seven 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 point five out of ten. Now this is like because Infinity War was a much better movie. Like like I said, it it tackled so much more, and it did so much more with within less the time, and. And then you get to this movie. It was supposed to be this huge culmination. Like, again, with this word, a uh, huge, uh, <laughs> this huge climactic ending.
to this long running movie series. And we just kind of get a bunch of people just sad at a bunch of people being dead. You know, it, it was like, it was just, okay. 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 Like, let's, let's get the ball rolling, folks. Y'all supposed to be super, it's supposed to be a superhero movie. This is supposed to be bigger than any other Avengers movie or any other MCU movie that has ever been out. And, and it wasn't. It was just like, whatever. So, like, yeah, 7.5 out of 10 would be my overall score for this movie. Um, also, the fact, ah, I forgot. Also, the fact that Wakanda, again, had to lose black people. Like, what was up with it? It, it seems like this movie tries their hardest to not involve the military in doing anything. But, um, they just had Wakanda, like the Wakandans. Wakandans? Wakandians? <laughs> the Wakanda, the Wakandan people help fight again um like how they did in infinity war but then it was like dr strange was kind of pulling people from all walks of life and all like friends that they knew or whatever to help in this final little fight and it was like dude why didn't you get the military like there's multiple militaries that would be willing to fight or like showing the human race coming together to fight to protect the planet along with these heroes to showing everyone like banding together no i'm just just a bunch of the black people the scientifically advanced black people that that's who helped to fight in this war <laughs> those are the main people who helped fight in this war so it was just like like small stuff like that I've noticed and I was like this is a huge plot point <laughs> it was not plot hole but it was like this, this is a huge weird thing that's happening so that was that was something but I, I gotta say after after all these these 10 Ten long years, watching these movies, you know, loving these movies uh, as much as I hate um, the Spider-Man that they have in the MCU. I love the small parts that he did have in the Civil War, um, like just sm certain scenes. I, I love that. Uh, it's been a great ride looking at all these movies, getting excited for some of these movies, enjoying myself and all that. Um, and it's like this movie could have been better. It could have been better. If they were to just, you know, bite the bullet and let Josh Whedon take the reins for this one, I feel it would have been amazing. Not saying he wouldn't have made any mistakes, but I just feel that it would have been amazing. Um, considering how great a character Ultron is, and like realistically out of the MCU, he's possibly one of the best fleshed out villains. Um, like I would have, I really would have enjoyed seeing Thanos being tackled by Josh Whedon. Um, that that would have been cool. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm not trying to round this dude's dick and, like, not giving him too much hype. You know, he, he can fuck up, too. But just saying that, like, as great as the Avengers were, you know, like, they were... Like, the, the first two Avengers were far better written than a lot of the other movies. Um, so... Just saying, like, because he's a director that gets in with the writing process. So it was like you and the directors this time didn't really help with uh, I'm gonna say with the screenplay. They probably like they they probably helped write. I'm not sure. Um, didn't pay attention to that at the credits. But again, I digress. I'm going off tangents. Um, I I enjoyed this movie. I really did enjoy this movie. It was it was nice. It was nice. Um, would I buy this movie? Yes. 
only because this is the uh, it, it's it's not the end of the MCU, but it's like you, you know what I mean. It's the end of this huge long train ride that we've been on for all these freaking years to get up to this point, and it's like to have this movie. It is like it'll just be something. Then I would really like to watch it without anyone else talking. I really would enjoy that. <laughs> without talking or clapping. Oh, I can't wait to watch this movie without talking or clapping. That'll that'll be amazing. <laughs> oh, all the jokes I didn't hear or the dialogue I missed because of just smacking sounds and chips noises and oh, I can't wait. So yeah, I'm gonna get this movie when it comes out. And that, that's the other problem with the, the MCU movies because like they stay full price for like forever so you kind of like whatever price you pay when it comes out that's as cheap as you're gonna get it they don't go down <laughs> that's a probably like you get an Amazon deal or something like that but yeah that's gonna be sad that's, that's gonna make me sad when it does come out and it be like with over like 14 hours of bonus features a goodbye video a music video by goodbye video <laughs> <laughs> the, the music video about the goodbye video that's called goodbye video <laughs> so just uh just just something where it's like um realistically now it's just nothing but questions after seeing this and it's like what direction are they gonna go in what are they gonna do next really want to see that really want to enjoy that um they have so much that they can do now because I introduced time travel, um, and, like, the effects of time travel and whatnot, but at the same time, they also have so much they could do with, like, other movies and other characters, because they've done things to their world because of the time travel, so, hey, it'd be something very interesting to see, very interesting. All right, folks, um, this is gonna be the end of this podcast and the end of fun with flame season two uh i just like to thank um all the people who take the time out to listen to this podcast um i wanted to end this movie to be the end of this season uh i wanted to just like say thank you to everyone who listens and i will definitely be still uploading more content i just want to put like a little staple on this um podcast as the end of this season so for like complete full disclosure you know this is the end of season two of fun with Blaine. and so i'm going to sign off right now and i would like to say you know thank you by all means if you wish to give me suggestions for anything any movie you want to see or hear my opinion of it or if there's something that you wish to ask me or to find out more um just go to my email address heytheflame at gmail.com I'll answer you as quickly as I can put up any video or whatever blah 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 you know you know what I do um, you can check out uh, my blog at uh, heytheflame at blogspot.com I think that's my email address I can't remember it, the link should be on the anchor um, on anchor.com if you go there <laughs> um, but yeah so by all means, folks, um, for, for, um, <laughs> and this time for the first time, <laughs> um, and this time for the first last time, I would like to say 
Thank you all for listening to Fun with Flame. I have been Daniel the Flame. And as always, folks, I hope you had fun.